0: Welcome to our Noa Talk Now podcast, hosted and brought to you by the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. This podcast is part one of a two-part series. Talo falava, o le tatou fatanoanga nei o le Noa Talk Now Oa mawaiyo na awinatu ele mau amurikasamoa e tete atui sa wangafaloto i fale ma sa wangafafew inga. O le fatanoanga nei o se moa moa. Only so, Talafa, everyone, I am Judy Matatia, Program Specialist, here with Jennifer Tafayono, Executive Director of the Alliance. And we are honored to have with us today, as our guest for today's podcast, the only female representative in the American Samoa House of Representatives. She is the representative from the Village of Leone, District Number 13, for Full County. She is none other than Mrs. Andra. Miss Andra Samoa. Thank you for joining us today, Rep. And welcome to our Talanoa Now podcast and welcome to the Alliance. Yes. It's been a while.
1: I know. I'm so happy to be here.
0: <laughs> we are happy and honored to have you here. Yes, very. So, um, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us today. We invited you here to share with us some of what's going on with uh, Andra today and the work that she's doing today. Um, within our community and especially as the only female representative in the American Samoa House of Representatives. So first question, what are some of the challenges you face as a woman in the political arena here in American Samoa? What are some of those challenges?
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and also to share. my experience of being the only woman, so that there can be uh, empowerment and inspiration Mm -hmm. for future uh, youth, uh, female or male, uh, to uh, move forward in this uh, political uh, system, to be part of a change agent. Uh, With regards to improving the quality of life for our people, the challenges I face is, as you know, being a uh, a lonely woman Mm. in the. I think there's 21 of us, 20 voting uh, delegates. uh, So there's 20 men in there with one woman. So there's one non-voting from Suis Island. But the imbalance of representation, gender base uh, with 20 men and one woman, i concern concerned that our, a woman's uh, way of being engaged in community and knowing the problems and needs in terms of the resources and the skills and the talents that they have is not really a balanced representation as Mm. you all know uh, representation is a core foundation of democracy so definitely uh, the challenge is knowing that i'm the a lonely uh Mm. representative with a lot of issues that are not uh, within my control to articulate and not having a, 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 a balanced representation of women uh, is also a feeling of incompleteness of all the issues that can be articulated Uh, with regards to uh, violence, with regards to drugs, with regards Mm. to health, uh, children's needs and crime and you know the women's perspective is very much needed and that's where the challenge for me is how do I You know go through the currents of having the control which is not within my uh hold or or power so the agenda is not set by myself the agenda is on the majority Mm -hmm. so as you know uh, we are a few of us are not uh within the majority and we don't feel included at times and for me my focus is try to represent my constituents who have their own uh, priority yeah. of what they want to be representing but then also perspective wise the need of my constituents is the same as any other need in terms of a uh, safe and secured community mm-hmm. Uh, with the proper um, policies to prevent crime, yeah. to prevent abuse, and to prevent a lot of um, education lack of focus mm-hmm. for the development of the children. So those are the kinds of challenges. the The, the most clear one is the imbalance, the gender, uh, the gender based uh, imbalance of. Uh, there's not a, a balance of uh, a gender. Yeah. There's more men in there, and there's just one woman.
2: Well, can I ask you mm-hmm. what do you think why that is? I mean, these are voters who determine, you know, who gets mm-hmm. seated in there. And I know that in Leone that you ran. Uh, I don't. And then in Tuala Uta, um I'm not sure Flo ran last time, but I don't believe there's very many women that actually ran for mm-hmm. them for the house, why do you think that is?
1: I think it all starts from a desire, a Mm. built-in desire of many years. Like for myself, I was raised in Leone and would be very involved in Mm. Sunday school, and churches, and just following my grandmother and mother in cleaning up the village and then leaving um, to go off-island to be educated, but the core foundation of uh, volunteerism, mm-hmm. of supporting, and also having role models, yes. uh, woman role models, not only women, but also men role models that were nurturing myself. Yeah. And then going off-island, I noticed that you know, the culture there is not like ours. You know, the hospitality, the giving. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, like um, living in um, Seattle, going to school there and living in Washington, D.C., I I noticed that um, these outsiders, Palani's like, hey, you don't have to give me that. You know, it's our loving giving. So the giving and they wonder, like, you have a beautiful culture. And then I come back and continue to be engaged so it's the built-in values and then you get involved in a agency like ASPA working there and then knowing you know being outside of ASPA going back to the village you get to know that you can contribute with the many years of experience Mm -hmm. and your heart into you know seeing the change from your ancestors and now it's different like I want to go back to where it was so safe you know you don't need to lock your house and and you can and and the things that people that empowered me and inspired I want to kind of continue the legacy of giving to make to build others to you know rise up like myself so in a way I want to create the uh not Andra, but some, a clone of the heart of giving and knowing the needs and not fearing the consequences of your actions and just doing it yourself. At times, you know, you're rocking the boat and you get to step on people's ego and pride. But as long as you know, like, this is what really built me to be who I am. Mm -hmm. So despite the consequences of, you know, because I'm not a chief and I'm not involved in the policy-making rules in the village, but at least I know that I can come to another part of democracy, a branch of democracy that craft legislation that can filter its way down to policy that can improve the lives of
0: people. Yeah. Do, you so. think, do you think that um, as Samoan people, with our Samoan culture, do you think that our culture plays a role in, in having women step back from coming forward, from being inspired, to become leaders, you know, within our community? Do you think our culture plays that role? Like, for for, for example, for some villages, they don't allow female matais, uh you know there are certain roles in certain wow. villages because of the culture do you think that plays a role and those That's are systems really of oppression. really
1: interesting because this was an issue that i just talked about 24 hours ago <laughs> with one of the, the uh, leaders of the um, the legislative branch and the speaker i was just talking about you know when would uh, Villages accept because in my village they don't accept women to be chiefs. So, but then I myself not a chief, but I'm mm-hmm. impacting lives of people. You're
2: definitely
0: mm.
1: equipped. One, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, like I said, my have. chief name is Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> You're equipped to be one for sure. So yeah, culture really plays a role. But I go back to history where one of the leaders was the woman, was the first woman, was Salamasina. Mm -hmm. And she was the one that was, you know, I kept saying, so she was really, she built the foundation. And then now having villages, most of the villages here in Tutuila versus Western Samoa, Samoa, uh, don't accept women. There's a few like Pango and I think Amanave. There's there's a few villages, but the majority of the villages here, Manua, definitely know. But
2: don't you think that culture evolves? Culture I mean, does even evolve. If we talk about just how we got Itasua, I mean, that's evolved. Yeah. So, how is it that we don't accept that these these really key positions? Leaders within our community. Why can't they be represented by the entire community, not just the males? Ooh. Exactly, you know, impact so much. It, that's really, I think, e- culture evolves. Yeah,
1: culture will evolve, but with regards, I think culture will. There will come a point where the desperation of having vision in the village. And like, for example, my Matai, most of all the um, the getting together, the um, uh, collective decision Mm -hmm. is all made with women because most of the men are no longer around. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, the women were like, okay, so when are we going to have a woman be accepted? and so the question i posed to the leaders of the village like okay if our um foyala foyala is part of the extended group in Mm -hmm. neone there's six extended group Mm -hmm. so we're one of the extended group and if we decide to have a woman and the answer like well within your own matai but it's not going to be recognized by the village council like okay but then we're recognized by government leaders in terms of the impact that we have in programs. So I think there will be a time, but the culture is not helping with uh, Matais in each village to have the vision. It's time. Mm -hmm. It's time to change in accordance with the change in terms of, you know, you need to have impact. You need to make a difference, yeah. and you have all these problems yeah. surrounding within the village. The woman can really make a difference it in can. terms of the decision making because you don't see a woman sit inside; it's only men. Yeah. So it's outside. their culture does play a role with regards to leaving women as is with the uh, being playing the submissive role and just to be there you know on the right side the left side to be supporting but not articulating decisions that can make a difference yeah. changing a, you know approaching a problem analyzing a problem we've got all these skills we can analyze the problem sometimes common sense problems and but there's that barrier within the control. Now, if you if they can r- just rip off that um, uh, insecurity, mm-hmm. it will be a much
2: better place. I just and I agree with you a lot. I it just astounds me that if if the U.S. census that was shown in what 2010, and they're doing 2020. Mm-hmm. And it says that 51% of the population are male and 49% are women. Female. female. So that should be equal representation. Exactly. So why, yeah, we should be moving towards that. And I'm just trying to understand how we're not getting there yet. Where we can, where we only have one female representation versus having at mm-hmm. least two. Exactly. And so it just makes me wonder what is our community thinking of and how do we... How is it that if we're 49% of the population are female, how is it that we don't get represented? So -hmm. the woman, it all goes back to
1: the village, village base. And it goes back to a woman that needs to be active from not only like last minute, she decides to be active (laughs) six months ago, like, okay, I'm going to go do this, do this. (laughs) No, you have to build your base of engagement and also showing, making a difference with various groups and institutions, Mm -hmm. you know, unconditionally giving and just doing things, not waiting for a chief, Mm -hmm. permission from a chief, just picking up trash, uh, taking a tour, inviting unemployed women to uh, also the concept of um, in- inspiring mm-hmm. and building local capacity so that they can see the value of sustainability mm-hmm. and security and economic uh, uh, benefit, learning a skill. So those are all things. So. If from a village base, you got to start early, and that's what I would recommend to the the youth. Yeah. If you wanna think for the future to help, because they've already seen so much of desperation that's in our community, and also they've they're seeing lack of transparency and role models and corruption. So it's you know, start early, So and start to volunteer and learn, go into the village. Because if it doesn't start from a village and family, because some of the chief, they hold the, mm-hmm. the power. And if a woman, I can just see a woman saying, well, I'm going to run, and, you know, the chief has a say. Like, you know, if I tell you, mm-hmm. because you serve me as a chief, mm-hmm. do not go support. You have, you know, your cousin that's a male or support. And that's where, you know, the the, the um, key is from a village and family, and then it builds its way. And you're right, I don't know, the, like I, I do hope that there will be more women running uh, this coming election than before. Hmm. Uh, But it's going to be an uphill battle with a woman because for me, it was easy for me. When I started back in 2014, I lost. 2016, I lost. 2018, then finally. But it just took time. Even when I lost, I continued to just keep moving. I did, you know, and that was my whole purpose. Like, I am not going to give up these programs because I see the benefit to, to those who are in need of a skill. So, but
0: you pretty much answered one of my questions, but I still want to ask it because you might have something else you might want to add on. You're known to be one that takes it upon yourself to advance the equality and empowerment of women and girls, like the sewing classes, to name to name a few, um, to name one, that you have initiated in your village. Um, there are others that want to do the same and often ask, what can I do to advance these issues? Where can they start? Where can they start?
1: Well, first, um, they can start by contacting me. <laughs> Uh, so that I can show them how to approach and also I'm uh, a lobbyist for the programs, federal programs mm. of the the community college where they have uh, promotion and building of local capacity by teaching women. So we have a, a woman there for 30 years, a veteran, who wants to Transfer her knowledge. Yes, she share she, her, Yeah. Her so, but you just blessings. need to also need to have a commitment from the village. So that person needs to start having a commitment of finding a guest house, having electricity, water, chairs, um, tables, and also being there, uh, uh, to be present. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's it's uh. It's a program where it's not only sewing. I do programs for environmental outreach with regards to the animal clinics. You know, and it it all surrounds, everything is interconnected. Mm -hmm. The environment, the ocean, the wetlands, the sewing, the recycling, reuse, all that stuff it has its interconnection to the environment and also building the confidence for women uh, to be uh, Mm self-sustaining and also to have Mm self-esteem and to also be a voice um, to be to know that they can have independence in terms of their ideas and thinking and at least they know that if they have a controlling partner that they can at least say look i'm i'm worth i'm worth all this that i've uh, built within myself so why do i want to continue to be submissive yeah to be abused and to be controlled and manipulated so and you know it just takes a person like i said that has gone through the, the building up of values and principle. The foundation needs to be there and to know that you are a person that needs to be respected, mm. so, yeah,
0: yeah definitely. <laughs> so when women, well, you yourself, when you assert your space and voice um, in the political discussion or at the funnel, how do they respond? Are they welcoming or unwelcoming?
1: unwelcoming so (laughs) you could just tell by their body language uh, they're silent and they're staring uh a daze so um some will just kind of pass you and not you know acknowledge Um, but it's 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 uncomfortable for them to have a woman i i respect i talk with respect Uh, but it doesn't mean that uh, giving them respect doesn't change your
2: position. I happened to be there at a uh, session when the health committee was called up. And so my father was there to go ahead and um, give a testimony. And there was the female rep that was there. And when she got up and stood up and gave her thoughts, she was told to sit down that she was nothing more than an ape and that she there was no business she had no business to be speaking on such a level and i thought she was gracious she chuckled but she stood her ground and and they continued to to berate her and it broke my heart to think these are our fathers our forefathers what they consider and how is it that they would treat them like treat her like that being the only female in there and that was 2015 so do you think we're any further from that with you what you're going through then uh
1: i've stood up and i have uh, been interrupted to get the message that's enough talking so i just respectfully uh, ended my um, articulation of uh, Uh, my problem with regards to uh, the issue of the animal clinic and having a Mm. u.s certified so uh, definitely uh, i wasn't called any names but i do get the feeling that when i stand up uh, they're waiting. Like here oh she goes. My good. <laughs> What's gonna oh come no. out of her mouth? <laughs> you know, what is she <laughs> but
2: gonna but say? there's yeah, a, a protocol
1: that. where you have to speak Samoan. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless that when there's hearings that you are allowed to. Uh, bilingual um, expression because of the uh, witnesses. Yes. But uh, the core uh, sessions when all the representatives are are in there, you, their Samoan is uh, mandatory. So I try to articulate in simple uh, Samoan language, but you get the feeling that when you're standing up and articulating issues, uh, there is um, kind of like oh the uncomfortable kind of uh, sense uh, that you get uh, with myself standing up to so i i haven't been called names but i've been given
2: the sense that you know just be quiet and sit yeah. down <laughs> so.
0: and
2: i think in that session when i was there if de- she definitely was um questioning their thought process and I believe that when she questioned it, that's when it became even more um, threatening. And I, I just was amazed. I was yeah really amazed to see that. And that
1: was a hearing. That wasn't yes. a regular session. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, hearings are uh, when you're confrontational. Mm. The committee uh, chairman uh, at least needs to be professional. Yeah. Uh, and I just can't believe that you know, each representative, behind each representative are constituents. Mm -hmm. And I myself have you know, almost 2,000 constituents yes, that put me York in there. Percent. So I have a right to, to articulate. And some of the issues I articulate, it's not only the benefit of my village, it's yeah. for the entire environmental issues
2: and safety, uh, health issues. Yeah. So. And it could be, I mean, you know, I don't know all of the relationships within at that time of the representatives it could have been a bad day it could be that this was just the nature of this representative i'm not trying to make excuses mm-hmm. i just was surprised i didn't realize that our you know our tamas or our matais could would be of that i i've always seen them with reverence yeah with professional you know with with um, this love for culture and that we speak with uh, love, yeah. And so especially, I was very the, surprised
1: with uh, especially that you, you put your sister, you know, yes. on the pedestal mm-hmm. of respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, yes. And it, it kind of like wow. There are times that you, I think of that the vata puiya, you know, mm-hmm. it's like
0: oh, it is God. There's like something yes. happened to you know. Have you considered your age to be one of the factors that they're, they react that way because you're considered to be not only the only female, but you're young, you know, because there have been other women at the funnel. But if you think Mm -hmm. back, they've been like, like when they were elected into the funnel, I think some of them were like in their sixties Yeah, yeah, and some of them were matized too. So I'm thinking that maybe because they also have that, um, thing where they're looking at you when you're this young woman, you know not only are you a woman but you're a young woman you know
1: i'm not really sure if age takes that into consideration i'm more um confident in saying that uh as a woman uh gender base mm-hmm. and the fact that they all know i've put in so many years, years of, done a lot. of commitment into government,
0: government but, yeah.
1: and, and I don't I feel that too when in a village council with regards to having lack of respect and it seems like it was more of a quote-unquote uh, ego, mm-hmm. you know for them the question and they know that I know the respect that yes. I cannot be confrontational. Yes. But I just go along and, you know, And your respect. voice is quiet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're, exactly. Yes, you know. Very different from in a debate setting yes. in a, uh, uh, like a institution a, yes. uh, in school. So, hey, you bring that same village council chief in a setting of a college a campus? No. You don't... I would be different. Yes. So, But being in a village, you have to have that reverence and respect and control mm-hmm. to not like, you know, like, because it's always like that word mm-hmm. you know, just because she was a CEO, yeah, why she's kind of like, that's when they like, I can feel like questioning me, so, and I can't. So it's different there in the village setting. But here in the Fono, you know, you get to articulate in hearings, in subcommittee, committee. Um, when you call the witnesses, you get to ask. And first, we were not even invited to be in a committee, but then they uh, reevaluated, like, okay, let's uh, get them in committee, and we select the committee, so mm-hmm. I just put her and him here. So anyway, but Which the culture. <laughs> again i go back to the culture it has to evolve with the change of time and the change of situation where things are not getting any better and try this approach of including women as representing the perspective that
0: is needed as change agents yes so that concludes our first part of this discussion with Rep. Andra Samoa. We wanna thank Representative Samoa for joining us and uh, being able to share with us her passion and the work she does for her community, uh, her district, as well as her village. Be sure to tune in for part two or the continuation of this discussion. And don't forget to tune in to our other Talanoa Talk Now podcast. Thank you for joining us and hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast hosted and brought to you by the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. For more information, please call 684-699-0272 or send an email to asadsv at gmail.com. Visit us on our website at www.asalliance.co or visit our Facebook page at American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Faftailo awai mai ma atonu sa famli lo lufa fung anga, ile nifa tanwanga, u a ma fajon awinatu, ele mawa amriksamweti eatwisa wanga fa lo tuifali, masa wanga fafil swa inga, monisi famtalang fa'mul moleval awul telefoni, ono valfaa, ono iwaiva, o no valfa o olua ivaiva, o luwa fitulua, be emeli mai il asa dsv at gmail.com Beasyassi ma ilungol pinga t'fai langi, il www.asalliance.co for facebook Ole american samo alliance against domestic and sexual violence